The history behind Valentine's Day is dark. Its origins stretch right back to ancient Rome. From February 13th to February 15th, Romans celebrated the Feast of Lupercalia. Rather than buy flowers and expensive chocolates, Roman men would sacrifice goats before whipping women with the hides of the animals they had just killed. Why did men do this? Well, it's not quite clear, but Noel Lenski, a religious studies professor at Yale, told NPR in 2011 that they thought would help make the men fertile. During this celebration, men drew names of women from a jar in an ancient form of blind date. The men and women would be matched together and spend the duration of the festival together. So where, I'm sure you're wondering, did the name Valentine's Day come from? Well, in the 3rd century, Emperor Claudius II executed two men, both named Valentine, on the 14th of February during the festival. Their murder was honoured by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine. Fast forward 1,700 years and the events taking place on February 14th today couldn't be more different to the anarchy the two Valentines experienced. And yet... As we'll find out today, there are some similarities between the ancient Romans and the modern-day Romantics. These special days, marked in the calendar, encourage us to act differently. There is something compelling about a designated day, a day that is recognised by everyone, and a day that ultimately changes our behaviour. Back then, it led to hide-whipping. Today, it leads to gift-picking. In today's nudge, we will uncover the strange effect these special days have on us. I'll chat to a professor who explains why they make us spend more and how businesses use this insight to influence consumers. All of that coming up in today's episode of Nudge. Success Story hosted by Scott D. Clary is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Success Story features Q&A sessions with successful business leaders, keynote presentations, and conversations on sales, marketing, business, startups, and entrepreneurship. Back in December last year, Scott did an episode with marketing legend Seth Godin on how to hire well, which I think is well worth tuning into. So listen to Success Story wherever you get your podcasts. Today, I'm joined by Professor Danny Zane. So my name is Danny Zane. I'm an assistant professor of marketing at Lehigh University, which is in Pennsylvania uh, in the United States. I largely study consumer behavior in an experimental fashion. Danny has researched the strange effects these special days have on us. From Valentine's Day to National Picnic Day, he has run studies that show how these days capture our attention and force us to spend more than we otherwise would. But this probably won't come as a surprise to you. I'm sure it is clear to everyone listening how these days affect us. And Danny knew this well before he even started his study. This is actually one of those really fun ones where my co-authors and I, Rebecca Riesick at Ohio State and Kelly Hawes, who's at Vanderbilt University, both universities in the U.S., we basically saw this happening before our eyes. So we were, you know, our inboxes were getting hit with what we call these special day themed sales promotions. And so these are sales uh, that are attached to these events or holidays that aren't traditional. And so something like getting a sale for Pi Day on March 14th or getting a sale for National Dog Day, National Swimsuit Day, uh, for the Star Wars fans out there, there's May the 4th be with you on May 4th is Star Wars Day. And so this, the general idea is marketers seem to be more and more 
trying to leverage what we call these special days, these non-traditional holidays and events to attach promotions to. Danny wasn't interested in these traditional holidays like Christmas or Valentine's Day. Everyone knows how they encourage us to spend more. He wanted to research these brand new, non-traditional days, like Star Wars Day, or National Sausage Dog Day, or International Latte Day. And we were seeing it, these were hitting our inbox, uh, and so we decided to study them in a systematic fashion to see if they had any benefit or acted in a unique way compared to these more traditional promotions that we're all used to, you know, Christmas sales, 4th of July sales here in the U.S., even back to school sales, right? These things we've all become accustomed to. You can throw Black Friday into that mix as well. And so are these special day themed sales promotions, something like a Pi Day sale, any different in consumers' eyes compared to these more traditional sales uh, and discounts that we see in the marketplace? Valentine's Day has been around for almost 2,000 years. It's, it's no surprise that this ancient event still influences behavior today. But... Could a brand new special day dreamed up by a marketer have a similar effect on people? Danny thought so. So he ran some experiments to test out his hunch. So we ran several experiments around this phenomenon. Uh, But the general idea is that we compared consumers' intentions to use a special day themed promotion compared to a more traditional promotion. And so in our studies, we randomly assigned participants to see one of two versions of a promotion in the simplest cases. Uh, And so some, again, would see a special day theme sales promotion. Others would see this more traditional promotion. And then we'd assess their intentions to use that promotion to make a purchase. Uh, And so we use lots of different special special days here. Uh, For example, in one experiment, we assigned some people to see a discount on picnic gear for a national picnic day sale, which is indeed a legitimate special day that exists out there. Whereas other participants saw that same exact discount on picnic gear, but it was just framed as an annual one-day sale, which again, lots of companies offer sort of their traditional annual blowout sale once a year, something that we're more accustomed to in the marketplace. In another study, for example, we partnered with a firm and we actually had them send out different email blasts to their their customer list. Some customers received a 25% discount in this email in celebration of the day that the company adopted their dog mascot. And then others got the same 25% discount with no mention of their dog mascot or the anniversary of the day that they actually adopted this dog, which is how it became their mascot. Uh, And then we looked at, in that study, click-through links to see, did this special day theme promotion around, again, the anniversary that this company adopted their dog mascot have any benefit above and beyond a more traditional email with the same discount that the company sent out? So two pretty cool experiments, one where participants in the study either saw a discount on picnic products due to either one, a national picnic day, or the second variant, which was an annual sale, so no special day there. And then he did another real world study. Here, thousands of customers are emailed a 25% off discount code, but half were told it was due to the anniversary of their dog mascot, so a special day. And the other half got the exact same discount, but no mention of this special day. 
Now look, 25% off is 25% off. It, it really shouldn't matter whether it's the anniversary of some dog mascot or not. But then I remembered how on Valentine's Day, $26 billion is spent in the US alone. We don't spend $26 billion on our loved ones every day. We spend it on one special day. And Danny found that even these niche made-up special days can affect our behavior just as much. By and large, we see that these special day-themed promotions indeed get more favorable consumer response in terms of either stated purchase intentions to use the discounts in these lab studies or in that field study I mentioned where we partnered with that firm. Customers who received that special day-themed discount about, again, this anniversary that the company adopted their dog mascot, they're almost twice as likely to click on a link in the email to go shop on the company's website compared to those who, again, received the exact same 25% discount, just with no mention of this special day around the company's mascot. That's not a subtle shift in behavior. Danny found a 2x change people were almost twice as likely to click the promotion links in the email when the promotion day was due to a special day. The subject lines for these emails are fairly simple and fairly similar too. The control read, save 25% today at doggear.com. The variant read, save 25% today as we celebrate the anniversary of Cooper's Rescue, Cooper being the company mascot dog rescued by the founder. That subtle change, a subtle change in the subject line, ultimately helped increase clicks by two times. In the lab version of the study, the same effect is found. Study participants reported that they were 25.1% more likely to buy from a picnic-related retailer when the 30% discount was framed as being part of a national picnic day sale rather than the company's annual one-day sale. So why does this happen? Why do we buy during these random special days, but not during normal days? I asked Danny. So again, I think it it really comes down to, and, and we tried to capture this as best as we could, that consumers are perceiving this as a really creative thing for the marketers to do. So we tried to collect with self-reported data on consumers' parts, hey, how creative do you believe this act is? How creative do you perceive this marketer to be? And indeed, consumers see, see marketers to be quite creative in offering these special day promotions. And so we think it's really this notion that consumers are rewarding marketers for their creative effort in giving consumers a way to celebrate these special days. And so, again, without you know, knowing that it's National Picnic Day for one, many consumers, I'm sure, aren't aware of that. They can't celebrate it if they're not aware. And so one, by offering a discount for National Picnic Day, you're bringing that into consumers' awareness. But that's not the only thing you're doing. You're following through and actually giving them a way to sort of have fun with it, celebrate it by perhaps buying something picnic related. You know, maybe they're thinking about, oh, I could go and have a picnic this weekend. This is going to be awesome. And so I think there's a lot of stuff coming together. But it ultimately, again, comes down to this notion that the marketer was creative in allowing me to celebrate this, and I'm going to reward them for that. It makes me feel good and so forth. Danny reckons that customers value creativity. They appreciate when marketers come up with a creative reason behind the promotion. This makes sense. Nobody likes getting a cold call. All of us hate those unsolicited LinkedIn DMs, and I can't stand it when I get junk mail. And I think it's partly because there is no good reason for the message. I haven't asked for it. 
I didn't want it. The company had no good reason to send it. But these special days, they create a reason. Sure, I might not care about the anniversary of Cooper, the rescued dog, but if I receive an email on the anniversary announcing a promotion, I'll be less likely to ignore it because I know there is good reason behind that promotion. Danny actually measured how creative customers found these days on a seven-point scale. While people rate promotions like Black Friday as being very uncreative, ranking it as three out of seven on a seven-point scale, people thought the promotion around Star Wars Day was much more creative, ranking it at five out of seven. Ultimately, these special days give companies justification behind their promotions. I shared these thoughts with Danny and he agreed. He said customers really do value it when marketers bother to put in the effort. And he shared a study to back up this point. There's a study by uh, a researcher named Andrea Morales who showed something like, again, setting up an in-store display, how effortful a consumer inferred it to be for that company to sort of come up with this display, enact it within this retail location. Um, More effort would lead the, the consumer to be more likely to purchase and essentially reward that firm for their effortful uh, intentions there. That study Danny referenced showed that the likelihood someone will purchase something from a supermarket dropped if the shelves were disorganized. If products were out of place, like the juice being next to the fabric softener, purchases decreased. And it appears, therefore, that people reward effort, making us more likely to spend during International Picnic Day and more likely to spend at nicely organized supermarkets like Waitrose and Whole Foods. So, I thought to myself, I want to test this out. Last year, right after International Podcast Day, I offered a discount on my course. And I wanted to see, did this special day, did International Podcast Day help boost my sales? Well, I'll let you know after this quick break. As many of you know, I have just quit my job to go full-time on Nudge. But prior to that, I spent my career working in startups. And startups aren't easy. It's long hours, small teams, tiny budgets. It makes marketing hard work. But it doesn't have to be. HubSpot for startups can help grow your business without growing your stress. Their all-in-one platform connects your sales, marketing and support all together. So you can increase your leads, you can fast-track your deals, smooth out support and join a platform that more than 190,000 top brands trust. HubSpot also offer discounts for startups on their top-rated customer platform and not the type of discounts that barely make a dent. So if you're ready to boost your marketing without breaking the bank, look no further than HubSpot for startups. To see how much you can save, visit hubspot.com startups. Okay, welcome back to Nudge with me, your host, Phil Agnew. Today, we are looking at special days. So far, we've seen how a national picnic day made people 30% more likely to buy, how an email promoting a discount on the anniversary of a company mascot boosted clicks by 2x. So I wanted to try this out. In the week following International Podcast Day last year, I sent my email subscribers one of two emails. Both emails offered a 50% discount on my Science of Marketing course. However, there was a twist. One of the emails offered the promotion with no justification, saying here's 50% off. So it just offered 50% off with no reason behind it. The other email said the promotion was due to International Podcast Day. The subject line for the variant read Nudge Newsletter plus a 50% discount to my course for International Podcast Day. The control read Nudge Newsletter plus a special 50% discount on my course. 
Now, I didn't expect this to have a huge difference, actually, but incredibly, I found almost the exact same effect as in Danny's study. For the International Podcast Day version, I got twice as many clicks. The click rate on the control was 1.8%, and on the variant, it shot up to 4%. The open rate was higher too, going from 48.1% on the control to 52.6% on the variant. That's a 9% improvement. Now, I should mention that it didn't lead to a sort of drastic boost in sales. The promotion only drove four sales. Both were from the International Podcast Day email, which is great, but it's sort of hardly conclusive. And that's probably more down to my course rather than the message that I sent. See, I've been flogging this same course for three years now, so most of my audience have heard about it and those who want it bought it. So I wasn't expecting a huge increase in sales. But regardless, it seems to have proved Danny's point. These special days give marketers a reason to offer a promotion. And in doing so, it increased my open rate and doubled the clicks on my email. Now, I've been applying this finding in a very literal way. I googled a special day associated with my course, and I just created a promotion around that day. But it's hardly the only way we can use this nudge. Danny suggests many other ways we could use it. I'll start by saying, by and large, you know, trying to put these special days onto your promotional calendar. Again, sort of broad brushstrokes seems to be a good thing. Um, In our paper, we actually created this typology of the types of special days that exist out there. And so there are several different categories we came up with. There are these national or international days that are external to the firm. So that's something like Pi Day, uh, right? National Dog Day. If you can sort of feasibly or plausibly connect your brand to one of those holidays. Um, Great. But then there's also company-specific holidays, which is something like, you know, celebrating the founder of your company. Uh, And so you can get creative in that way where, you know, even if you can't necessarily find a great match with an upcoming national day. Well, think internally, is there something coming up that you can celebrate that sort of company specific? And going a step further with all of this data we have on our customers these days, can you come up with a holiday based on a specific customer company interaction? So something like celebrating the anniversary of the first purchase that a individual customer made with you. Um, And so that's indeed what we would categorize as a special day. You could also celebrate holidays based on consumer-specific characteristics, like a consumer's birthday, Uh, right? We collect data about customers as well. We know things often like their birthdays, maybe even some companies know wedding anniversaries and so forth. uh, And so celebrating those as well. What's fascinating is that there actually have been cases where companies have created their own special days that actually sort of turn into these national days. And so the example I can think of is Land's End. They created National Swimsuit Day. Uh, it was very much a product of their marketing team. That's actually since it's it's been sort of around for years now. It's now branded or has become uh, International Swimsuit Day. So it seems like it's growing in size, which, you know, is pretty cool to see. Like Danny says, there are many ways to apply this. At the most basic level, it's simply worth messaging customers on their birthday or the anniversary of their sign-up date with a promotional offer. Not only will this special day capture the customer's attention, it'll also encourage them to buy. And if you're feeling innovative, you can create your own special day. 
Back in 2012, the UK charity Save the Children created Christmas Jumper Day. This is a special day before Christmas each year where people are encouraged to wear their Christmas jumpers and donate to Save the Children. Since launching, celebrities like Helen Mirren, Kate Moss and Cristiano Ronaldo have worn their Christmas jumpers on this special day to raise money for the charity. And even the Queen's wax double at Madame Tussauds wears a Christmas jumper on that day. This one campaign has generated Save the Children over £35 million in donations, and it's really hard to imagine them raising the equivalent without that special day. By creating a day behind the campaign, the charity justifies their message. They, they gain attention, and according to Danny, Brits reward the marketers for their effort by giving a donation. But before you go and create your own day, Danny has a final word of warning. The other thing I'll mention here is that, again, we found evidence that the benefits of special day theme promotions stem from their creativity. Again, the two underlying dimensions that sort of make something creative are originality and appropriateness. And so what that means is that if one of those dimensions isn't there, when you're trying to offer one of these special day promotions, consumers likely aren't going to conclude that you know, you were creative in doing so, and you might not actually see these benefits unfold as they would otherwise. So in practical terms, you know, that means that, and we actually, we tested this, if lots of other companies, especially within the same product category as you, are using the same special day for a promotion, chances are, assuming, again, consumers are aware of these other companies' efforts, uh, likely won't view any single company's promotion at least within that category, to be too original. Uh, And so maybe you don't see as favorable of a response because that originality dimension sort of diminished there. In terms of that second dimension of appropriateness, you know, here's a maybe silly example, but if a clothing company tries to offer a sale to honor National Food Day, consumers might not perceive that as appropriate. And again, you might not see this strong response from them because that creativity is now sort of killed Uh, on that other dimension there. So that's something to keep in mind as well. So these special promotion days, they only work if they are original and appropriate. A hot dog company probably shouldn't celebrate National Poodle Day. And if every pizza delivery company offers a Super Bowl deal, the promotion loses its appeal. Danny also mentions in his paper that the study only covers promotions that involved a discount, like 30% off, for example. So it's not clear if promotions without a discount would also benefit from these special days. But regardless, for marketers, this seems like a no-brainer. Danny's shown how participants were 25% more likely to buy and two times more likely to click if promoted by a special day. I've seen how promoting my course on International Podcast Day boosted the open rate by 9% and doubled my clicks. And Save the Children in the UK have raised £35 million simply by inventing their own special day, Christmas Jumper Day. It's clear these special days have an effect on us. For ancient Romans, it led them to whip each other with animal hides, and for modern Londoners, it might make us more likely to click on an email. But regardless, if you're running an organisation that is encouraging someone to take an action, consider messaging them on a special day. And next time you hear about some strange celebrational day popping up on your calendar, like International Snail Painting Day, don't question who on earth came up with that. Ask yourself how much extra paint it probably sold. 
Okay, folks, that is all for today. I want to say a massive thank you to Danny Zane for coming on the show. His research into this phenomenon is fascinating, and I was really grateful that he took the time to walk me through it. I've dropped a link to Danny's website in the show notes if you want to reach out to him, and I have a bit of good news. Danny will be back on lunch in the not-too-distant future. In that episode, we'll be talking about how many customers choose to willingly ignore the negative ethics behind companies, so ethics like child labor or unsustainable farming practice. People ignore that. And Danny's got research that that shows it. It's eye-opening. It helped me understand why I continue to buy Nike trainers despite reading about their supposed use of child labor. And honestly, it's a cracking episode, really worth listening to, with some of the most surprising behavioral science research I have heard about. So to make sure you don't miss that show, please do follow Nudge on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. And you can subscribe to my free newsletter. You get an email reminder every single time a new episode goes live on Monday. Plus, you get my behavioral science tip each Friday. To get that, just sign up to nudgepodcast.com and click newsletter in the menu. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Phil Agnew, and I'll be back next week for another episode of Nudge. Cheers.